When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of Mar-a-Lago of the United States of Mar-a-Lago of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Uh, we'll edit that out. Yeah. How are you okay. today? Just, well, I'm uh, uh, very strong, very strong, not burping at all. We're doing, uh, you know, I just, uh, we had a very strong weekend. There was a lot of partying, a lot of celebration, even though we're in a early sad, very sad time for our country. So sad. And, uh, but I had, uh, Actually, a lot of fun this weekend. We had a strong weekend, and uh, that's why I did a a very powerful, patriotic burp. They call them burps. <laughs> it's, it's a patriotic burp. What makes an unpatriotic burp? Uh, black burping. <laughs> a radical left burp. You know, if you're burping because you had too much, you know, organic seaweed kale. You know, that's that's not a patriot. That's a, far from it. For internet, if you're burping on vegetables from international waters, that's about as woke a burp as you get. I wanted to ask you, do you do you ever drive a car or you get driven around all the time? I know I don't drive a car. <clears throat> excuse me. And I was just saying, excuse me, because of the clearing my throat, not because I need to be excused by you. I understand. I, uh, no, I don't drive a car because that's what poor people do. And I don't know if you've heard, I'm not poor. Do you hear your drivers ever complain about the gas prices? I had a driver <clears throat> recently say to me, sir, gas has gotten so, because I make my drivers pay for the gas. <laughs> And that's nice said, get, oh, you know, you give them, it's called personal responsibility. And I said to me, sir, the gas has gotten too expensive. And there was a, a person nearby who heard the driver say that. And I said, you're making me seem poor. And I fired him on the spot. And he said, sir, I apologize. And I said, you're fired. And if you talk to me again, we're going to second amendment your ass. But you, it would. I guess it would sound poor if you were the one paying for the gas, but he's paying for the gas, so the gas uh, has nothing to do stuff, with you. Excuse me. Yes. Excuse me. Do you have any employees? No. Oh, interesting. Well, I have many, and when your employees complain, it reflects badly on you. 
as a strong, great employer. So if somebody over here is, oh, sir, I'm, I'm, I'm complaining about low like gas prices. So the the stranger who heard this looked over, and I could see a look on their face, like, why would Sir President Donald Shaman Reverend Doctor Esquire Trump Sir PhD have an employee <laughs> who's complaining about anything financial? And when I saw that, that's when I said I have to take strong action. So it I reflects understand. badly on it reflects on me. I'm of course I'm not poor, but I can't have anybody even asking stupid questions that make me look poor. It's like guilty by association. I understand. Uh, it's more like guilty by truth social. <laughs> How is truth social doing? I mean, you should see it. We have the longest waiting list in the history of social media. It's like a, a, a velvet rope where only the most exclusive people can get in. So Truth Social is, is I mean, I, I, I've, I'm, I'm blown away by the strong success we're having with Truth Social. It's just a, what's the average wait time once you submit your profile to get approved what's the average wait time for a person like me oh uh, how do you uh, uh three <laughs> lifetimes <laughs> okay how about someone more distinguished than me but not as distinguished as you so you mean the entire world oh well that's that's a low blow there mr president <laughs> uh, i would say you know it's sort of VIPs get in, you know, one week later after we've approved them with strong truth and social. And because you have to promise to tell the truth and give us a social security number to be on truth social. That's and, risky. Well, no, because we're very truthful. So you can trust us because we have truth. So to be on truth social, you give trustworthy people your social security number. And then we say, welcome to truth social. And it's called verification. So we have a lot of people who are waiting. Strong people get in after about a week. But after those 15 people get in, you know, the other 1.7 million right now, they have to wait like three months because we have, we use a special process called bugs. Okay. Okay. And people will get a message on the app saying, we're fixing the bugs in the app. <laughs> And that just means that that's the waiting process. And so we run their social security number and we, you know, to prove loyalty, we open credit cards in their name <laughs> and sort of, you know, just, you know, run some, you know, how a credit, if you open an account, sometimes with direct deposit, it'll say, oh, a three cent charge is coming through to just verify. Right. So we do, you know, we do like $10,000 charges just to make sure they sort of can take that sort of financial, you know, because we don't want poor people on your social Never. So, you know, once we've accumulated, you know, as, as we let people in, you know, you do a $10,000 charge, non-refundable, of course, if they read the fine print. And after we get through like 700,000 a million people, it will be, I'll be the richest person in the world. So I think what I'm saying is Truth Social is doing very well. What can someone do to move up the line in Truth Social? Like if you are maybe 3,000th in line, is there anything that someone can do to move up to 
um, you know, be let in and get access within the week or two? Uh, sure. We, well, of course. I mean, not for you, but, you know, somebody who's like 3,000. We have a VIP express lane, which is answer a series of questions. Are you a hot woman? <laughs> click yes or no. If mm-hmm. you click no, we say, do you have a hot wife or a hot daughter? Yes or no. And if as soon as you start answering yes, you're just asked to offer uh, various nude pictures <laughs> and other agreements. And then you can move very quickly up the line. Hmm. Truth okay. Social Plus. We call it Truth Social Plus. <laughs> now, Mr. President, I wanted to wish you a um, today. We've been talking about all these national days, these these made up holidays. And today is National Single Parent Day. Yes, congratulations to the Blacks, the Latinos, <laughs> and to the greatest single parent in the world, in my opinion, uh, Maleficent Trump, my beautiful <laughs> third wife. You consider her a, a single parent? Excuse me. Why would you say something like that? Why, I just said... National Single Parent Day, and then and you used- question her parent and excuse, excuse me. And she is, I would argue, the most famous and most high profile and hottest single parent we have in the country and probably the world. And you're telling me I can't include her in this holiday? Okay, oh, is it a radical left holiday? Is it a would she just have to be, you know, a poor black to be? celebrating is it a racist holiday is that excuse me are you saying it's a race you sound racist is it a racist holiday i just don't yes think she's no, a, no yes not. well then you should uh, you should start talking like less of a racist then when you talk about melanoma's number one holiday after uh yeah i mean obviously anal sex national anal sex day is obviously <laughs> i mean is her number one but you know this is a very classy sort of a family-related holiday. So show some respect, or else you'll be fired so fast. I just was insinuating that she's married to you, so therefore she's not a single parent. That's all I was saying. Well, I would have to parent. In other words, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't do parenting, so I consider her a role model. Uh, a top flight prostitute and a strong single mother. Okay. Well, now, I want to actually, yes. you know, this is what's funny. My, you know, my holiday is of course in August motherfuckers day. <laughs> I didn't know that was a holiday. Uh, it is. Well, according to what I tell uh, uh, Ma- Madagascar, it is. Well, I wanted to wish your son, Baron Trump, a happy birthday. He turned 16. I don't know. I think Florida, you can start driving at 16 years old. So I wanted oh. to wish Baron, your, your, your son, Baron oh, Trump. No, no, no. You, okay. You have, uh, that's why we call you tech stuff and not Intel guy, because you always have the wrong information. Okay. Now he's, he is my wife who I acknowledge on this beautiful day of, uh, National Single Parent Day. Lonely Parent. It's it's her son. It's her son, and she says she she walks in and she says, "Have you wished Happy Donald? Have you wished Happy Birthday to 
my son, Brendan. And I said, who the hell is that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who that is. And she brings him in and this seven foot, this seven foot blonde weirdo walks in and she says, it is his birthday. And I go, well, you know what, if, you know what they say? Happy wife. Happy life. No, they say unhappy life because you shouldn't have a wife. Do you not know the saying? <laughs> I don't know that saying. Okay, well, that's the saying. And so I thought, you know, we'll throw a party for this Billy Billy Trump. You know, it's so funny. Nicole, it's I can't believe she had a kid with somebody named Trump. That this kid <laughs> has the name Trump. It's like, what are the odds? And so I said, being nice and being that it was des- uh, desperate parent day. I said, okay, I'll throw, I'll throw a nice party for your son, Bartholomew. And she said, thank you so much, Donald. So we had a, we had a party, but no, no, not, you said my son. Uh, no, this was Marshmallow's son. So there's, there's no relation to you? No, I mean, he's a, he's, a tall, he's a tall drink of water, and he walks around all the time with mashed potatoes so i said okay mashed potatoes we'll have a party for <laughs> for your tall son and what was this party like oh uh, well you know it was 16 as you you may know is a very important age uh, if he was you know obviously if he was a girl if it was if if uh if barton was belinda how about that that sounds hot a tall blonde <laughs> named belinda well, then the party would obviously be a very different theme. You know, maybe sure. I would say, I would say, Belinda, you know, we're not actually blood related. <clears throat> and in Florida, age of consent, according to my late great friend, Jeff Epstein is 11. So you are more than more. You are more than enough woman for this still president, <laughs> but he's, he's a young man. And so it's at 16, as you know, I think you're a Kushner. 16 is when you have a, uh, a, 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 what's it called? A uh, benitzvah. Bar mitzvah. Uh, well, you pronounce it however you want to pronounce it, but you have a, a Bolivia, you know, the Jewish tradition, you have a Bolivia and yeah, it's a big party and you have rappers. If you're rich enough, you have rappers sing and uh, it's a great time. So, but he's not Jewish. Uh, he's Transylvanian like his mother. Myanmar. And so we had, uh, you know, we did a mix because it's, you know, 16 is a sort of, you're kind of a kid, but you're becoming a man. I think you'd agree. Sort of like a, so we had, uh, you know, John Rocker, you know, cause kids like athletes. So remember John Rocker, John Rocker was a guest, strong, great pitcher. So he showed up and he, you know, he threw some baseballs and screamed some N words, you know, so that was fun. <laughs> like a little celebrity appearance okay. and, uh, uh, Ted Nugent, uh, had sex. Uh, Ted Nugent and James Woods also showed up, and they had sex with some of uh, uh, Barton's female friends from his <laughs> from his sophomore class. Okay, which was obviously a treat for for those for those young ladies. And uh, you know, and for the main, you know, we had cake. Yeah, you yeah, to have cake. Of course. So, and what's great is that you know, once I saw um, melanoma taking her sort of afternoon pills. She was a little drowsy. And I said, okay, darling, get in the cake. You got to get in the birthday cake to surprise your son. 
uh, <laughs> like <right>. under siege. <laughs> well, you know, it was a great scene. So she got into Brett's cake and we wheeled it out. <laughs> You're getting very emotional about uh, your, your wife's, your wife's son. Uh, it's nice to make, you know, it's nice to make uh, my wife, you know her name. Uh, it's it's fun to make her melatonin sometimes. Who? Melatonin. No, Metamucil. <laughs> Sorry. Name, okay. Her name's Metamucil. And, and all of a sudden we started playing Happy Birthday. And Brendan was just sitting there ready to blow out the candles. <laughs> And all of a sudden, his naked mother she just popped out of the cake. It's such, it's very such emotional. A, it's such a touching moment. And you know, she's European, so they don't do underwear or pasties. She broke out full nude, two feet from her son, as we were all singing "Happy Birthday." And she unfortunately was a little drowsy and also excited because you know all the all the guests were there. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, she she sort of fell out of the cake and ended up in kind of a 69 position <laughs> with her son, um, Brett. And they were, you know, very, you know, and all of a sudden she said, Oh, what's that? And and everybody was very confused. And uh, but we all settled it. We wiped the front, you know, some of Barton's friends some of the male friends just started wiping the frosting off of the first lady um so they were very courteous there you know they're like six of them just just all day some of them were licking the frosting off of her so they're very you know he's got very nice friends very it's called considerate and you know so we were we were very uh i have we a few happy about i'm sorry that. and then no and then uh afterwards you know at some parties they do your swag you ever had this swag bag can we get to the? Sw- I want to hear about the swag bag, but we do have a read from one of our fantastic well, sponsors. Okay, I'll leave it at this. We can get past this. Instead of a swag bag, because I thought it would be better, we let each of Barton's male friends fuck Roger Stone's wife <laughs> as they exited. Okay, do the read. Well, this episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. <laughs> it's that time of the year as college basketball takes center stage as the tournament is finally upon us. That's right. I won a 14 parlay last night on betonline.ag. If you're looking to wager this year, betonline is the number one spot for all your updated odds and information, along with great contests, including the bracket contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize on betonline.ag. Head over to the website or use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code CLNS50 to get started. That's promo code CLNS50 on your first deposit and receive 50% more than you just put in. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. That's right. Sports betting plus every Vegas casino game. It is the best place on the internet to wager. And it is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all popular sports and games. It's BetOnline where the game starts. It's BetOnline.ag. 
Have you? Did you put any bets down for March Madness, Mr. President? Uh, yes, I bet on the Kentucky Wildcats to lose because of stupid Mitch McConnell. So thank you, St. Peter's. Strong wow. Christians. That's a big bet. And then I bet uh, for Duke hmm. uh, to go all the way. But then I found out that it wasn't the lacrosse team. So now I'm stuck. I'm stuck with these blacks on the Duke basketball team. So let's hope they keep winning. But I thought I was betting on Duke lacrosse. Uh, but yes, we have uh, so far, you know, they're saying uh, I have a chance to win a lot of money on this. So we're doing strongly so far. Almost by accident. Though. That's how good I am. I did it by accident and I'm winning. That's awesome. And that's betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs. Mr. President, I had a few questions. That's a great um, swag bag, or really not a swag bag, almost a... um, A ball bag. You get to give your (laughs) ball bag to uh, Roger Stone's love dumpster. Now, did did you DJ any of the party? That's what I wanted to know first. Uh, You know, I wanted... Well, I was more concerned about getting melanoma into the cake. Mm-hmm. So that was mostly my responsibility. And then obviously uh, just getting Roger Stone's wife there. We, you know, we sent her obviously a, a VIP car service. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she's, she's been dealing with like, you know, hundreds of real men. So like, okay. So 2016 year olds, you don't think she can handle that. She can handle <laughs> that in her sleep, which I think she was asleep for the last 12. <laughs> but the point is, uh, I did a, a few DJing points. I, of course, played YMCA. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also played uh, She's Only 17 by Winger. Great Winger. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but no rap. No rap. Okay. Now, 16 is a is a big birthday. What did you buy Baron for his birthday? I just said we threw him one of the great part. You think most 16 year olds get to have Mar-a-Lago birthday parties? I'm sorry that that's not enough for you tech stuff. I don't know. You're a very wealthy man. I thought maybe you would throw him a party and buy him a gift as well. A party at Mar-a-Lago. You think a 16 year old is worthy of a $300,000 party? I didn't know it was that expensive. Oh, he raised the rates. <laughs> yeah. You know, for, for Barton. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess uh, the party is good enough for uh, a six-figure party. I think any boy would be happy with at 16 years old. So you DJed. No present. The present was the party. Uh, did he get any good gifts from uh, any of his wealthy friends that you saw? Uh, what did he get? Besides no. Roger Stone's wife. Yeah, well, it's once, once you've had Roger Stone's wife as a gift, it's sort of hard to... Well, he didn't have Roger Stone's wife. Oh, he didn't? No, it was... No, that was the... You don't give the swag bag to the... You give it to the guests. Right. So, but he got... Uh, what I thought was very nice that our pastry chef did, you know, he sort of... I sort of didn't like it because he did it for my birthday. And mm-hmm. I thought it's kind, of a, it's kind of a copycat move. Right. But... He gave everybody cupcakes, two cupcakes that were 
exact replicas of Ivanka's breasts. <laughs> so everybody had two of those cupcakes at their table. So, you know, Barton like those. That's good. This present sounds like a, a great party. And I just want to wish Baron a uh, happy, happy birthday. Happy 16th birthday. Oh, now. Uh, Brendan. Who's that? Barton. Bartholomew. Are you just saying the letter B? I don't know who these people are. <laughs> just saying every name that you called in this episode. Oh, Benjamin. You mean <laughs> Melatonin's son, Benjamin? Yeah, Benjamin. Okay, well, you know, Benjamin Button. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you. Supreme Court Justice uh, Clarence Thomas hospitalized with flu symptoms. Do you? It's got to be bad if you have the flu and you're in the hospital. Have you spoken to him? Have you heard anything? Any intel? No. We last night we had a strong prayer vigil uh, for Clarence. It was, you know, they call him the most tenured judge. You know what that means? That means he's been there. The longest. the longest time and nobody ever talks about that the history as an african-american on the court he's done such a great job uh just hating blacks he's done such a great <laughs> job just i mean that guy i honestly think and i'm proud of him i honestly think he hates the blacks more than me because i at least have jim crow records you know with with kanye and and Ice Cube, and, and great artists. But that guy, and I think what happened was, and I think we're going to have Rage and Brett said he was going to stop by. Yes, I wanted to hear um, his thoughts as well. Well, he'll, he'll be here soon. I think, you know, he's just, he said before he drove over, he had to polish off a case. <laughs> and I think with, when Clarence Thomas, and we'll get to this also, you know, there's a new radical left, black lady lawyer, Okay, I thought it was bad enough when HBO had a black lady sketch show. And I said, okay, I hope that's the, the end of it for black ladies. I hope they don't try to go further than sketch. And all of a sudden, Sleepy Joe wakes up and says, come on, Jack. I'm not even kidding here, man. We're going to put a black lady on the Supreme Court. And I thought, this is insane. This is the man has gone full insane. He's you talking about Kintaji Brown Jackson? Uh, sure. Uh, you know, whoever it is, it's, I think whatever part of Wakanda she's from, I'd like her to go back because I think it gave Clarence Thomas, it flu? gave him, it gave him a new strain of flu. I think that's what happened. We were all concerned about COVID. I think he got Kintaji and he found out they were going to put a qualified black on the Supreme Court and that she was going to be a woman. And I think it devastated him. He said, since when, he said this to me, he said, sir, since when do we put qualified blacks on the Supreme Court? And I said, I don't know. I don't know, Clarence. That's a great question. And that's why you're so smart on the court because you asked the, the important questions. And I think he caught Kintaji and it's, a real shame and it's a real sad it's a it's a very sad thing that happened to him but he's recovering which is the great news the great, oh and brett just shut you want to put you on talk to brett i love to hear his thoughts on this this guy, this guy just stumbled and thank god he was 
you know, he was at the last Roger Stone party, and I got to tell you, thank God he had whiskey dick. <laughs> because he he actually said to me he was going to try and kill Roger Stone's wife with his dick. <laughs> and fortunately, he just couldn't get that that jurisdiction up. He just couldn't get it. Yeah, you know, it was a lot of it was a lot of Kavanaugh and a lot of beer. And thankfully, the blood flow was weak because I think we would have to have a special bonus memorial episode for Roger Stone's wife if he. But he's here. He's here. okay. I'm going to take a break. Brett, raging Brett, right. yeah, weepy son of a bitch, get on the mic. Raging Brett, how uh, are you? What's uh, I'm I'm great. Uh, uh, I'm great. Tech stuff. How are you? I'm I'm good. How how much have you drank tonight? You know, normally I would just have a six-pack to unwind, but when I found out my great colleague, Clarence, I hate Blacks Thomas. That's his, nick- that's his nickname. <laughs> that's his nickname in the chambers. When I found when I when I found out that he was in the hospital, I went, I drank another six beers and then got in my car and went right to that hospital bed. And I was so happy to see him. And his, and I'm going to be delicate here, but his wife, who I wouldn't sexually assault for all the beer in the world, (laughs) not that I do that, when I saw him and he was up in his seat and he was screaming so angrily about the fact that they were putting a qualified black woman on the Supreme Court, I said, that's my Clarence. He's back. So fortunately, these are tears of joy tonight. And, and. 18 beers worth of tears but like it's it's you know i thought it was touch and go and i thought he was a goner but he's he's gonna make it he's gonna live and he's gonna come back to the court and rule against black people for hopefully many years now kintaji brown jackson will be the next supreme court justice how do you feel about um working with her have you met her yet have you spoken to her uh, I know from the D.C. Circuit, and, uh, you know, we weren't on the D.C. Circuit together, but she's, uh, from what I hear, she's a, uh, you know, I went to Yale. Yes. And she went to Harvard, so we're already sort of rivals. So, I, you know, I have to admit, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, before I pushed her down the stairs, <laughs> I mean, before she, before she passed away peacefully, I... <laughs> I actually had struck up a surprisingly positive friendship with her. And so I'm trying to strike the same tone with uh, Judge, Judge, uh, what's her name? She's a Brown Jackson. It is Brown Jackson, Kataji Brown Jackson. Well, I'm, I've tried to strike up the same, so, you know, pay it forward. So I, you know, I walked up to her and I said, good luck. And I uh, gave her a wink and said, I won't rape you if we're, if we're, if we're, you know, benchmates. You know, it's like it's it's called locker room humor tech stuff, and that's my way of of welcoming her to the club. And trust me, she's going to get a lot worse from Clarence Thomas when he gets back. Do you think he'll be back? He's going to be back, and we've already said we we you know if she's down to clown, we'll do a devil's triangle with her, but only <laughs> if she consents because we're gentlemen. Now, if something happened where clarence thomas couldn't serve anymore then president biden would be putting another supreme court justice in place 
are you nervous for his next choice? Because most likely, I feel like the Supreme Court justice is not going to have a lot of the views that you have. Um, well, yeah, I mean, he's going to he's sleepy Joe and he's probably going to pick some sleepy left wing nut. Um, I just, uh, you know, I think Clarence Thomas, he, 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 much like Michael Jordan was for basketball, Clarence Thomas is for self-hate. And I think <laughs> that self-hate is just what drives him to get up every day and be worse than he was the day before. So I really think Clarence Thomas is going to be here. He's going to, I think he's going to be on the court for at least 10 more years. Now, we talked about this earlier in the episode. It's um, Baron Trump's birthday he turned 16. You know who, who Baron is? That's, uh, that's uh, Mr. President Trump, sir's wife's son, right? Yes. Did you buy him a birthday present? No. Did you plan on it? I, I know Mr. President has helped you out a lot. Least you can do is buy well, his wife's son. I, gonna, I said I was going to get him a gift card, and he, and Mr. President, sir, specifically said to me, don't you dare buy that fucking loser a gift. <laughs> so I said, sir, I've never even heard of him. And we winked and laughed and then, you know, stared at Ivanka for a few minutes. Well, Raging Brett, I, I hope we have you on another future bonus episode. You are um, you are a treasure to this podcast, and I know the fans really appreciate you. And thank you for joining us for this, uh, you know, last minute call tonight. Um, so have a great rest of your evening. None of us are getting sleep knowing that there's going to be a qualified black woman on the Supreme Court. This is our worst fucking nightmare. Uh, well. Um, hopefully you can drink yourself to sleep tonight and, um, I don't know, More learn how to deal with it. Wi- I hope my wife passes out soon. <laughs> okay. Well, um, good luck with In that. The confines of a strong Christian marriage. That's totally acceptable tech stuff <laughs> to each his own. It's totally fine. I just really don't want to hear about it, but raging well, Brett, you heard it. I did hear it and I can't unhear it. But I, uh, I appreciate you joining us tonight. And um, if you can uh, get the president to uh, finish up yeah, this I'm podcast. A, uh, excuse a text stuff. I've already yeah. uh, shut that okay. out. Okay. Get out of here, Raging Brett. Drive safely. <laughs> now, Mr. President, we have a, uh, a couple of more topics to cover here. And then I will let you go. I know you're a very busy man. You, your boy, Vlad. He's now um, killing so innocent strong. women and children. Yeah, no, no better way to show your strength. <laughs> Even though there was signs the on on buildings that there were children present in different buildings, he still bombed these places and killed children. What what are your thoughts on this? Okay, okay, okay. Obviously, you know this is a sensitive subject, and we want to be politically correct. But let me tell you something: mm-hmm. people put people put signs on buildings all the time, and they they're meant to trick you. You know, I remember going to a school in Florida with Jeff Epstein. And he was going, you know, he was throwing one of his parties. And I said, Jeff, this says elementary school. And he said, sir, that's just a trick they play to get you to, you know, go the other way. But this is, trust me, this is where uh, the very legal and very fresh meat is. And so he would, you know, gather up. They looked young to me. 
like young to me, but you know, he's, he assured me they were trying to trick you. So they label the school. Oh, it's the, you know, it's the Beverly Cleary Elementary School for special needs girls. And I would say, I don't know. And he'd say, nope, they're trying to trick you. And he would then lead out all these young young women. Apparently, apparently mm-hmm. they were just small, young looking women pretending. And uh, he would bring them to his house and have, uh, you know, parties. So trust me, they can put all sorts of fake signs on buildings. You should know that. Okay. And I'm very disappointed that you don't know that. But, <laughs> you know, Sir Jeffrey Epstein was a lot smarter than you. So he knew. He knew. And he now know. you know. And if no. you don't know, now you know, N-word. <laughs> so you don't think Vlad's doing anything wrong? You just think he's being a strong leader? Oh, I think he could be doing a better job. I don't think he's perfect, but yes, I think he's a strong leader. He's he's a smart. I think he's smart. I think he's very smart. He's very tough. And we don't like what's happening. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to say here and say we like what's happening. Nobody likes what's happening, Mm -hmm. but we, you know, we hope it, uh, we would like it to peace. We would like peace, but sometimes to get peace, you need to destroy everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's his, his sort of philosophy. You know, it's, I think he's actually using sort of the peaceful protest of January 6th as motivation. You know, he saw, how strong, well, he saw how strong peace could be using strong strength. Well, speaking of that peaceful protest, great segue, Mr. President. There oh. is. Who's segue? No, it's like when you go from one topic to another. Is that like a Vietnamese name? Hello, I am Segway. <laughs> a man named, I think is it's spelled, how would you pronounce this? C-O-U-Y. Koi? Cunt. <laughs> a T is silent. No T. It's not even a T there. It's just Y. <laughs> I think it's Koi. Oh, Koi Griffin. Do you know who Cowboys for Trump is? Oh, I've seen Mike Pence wearing assless chaps, so I assume he's <laughs> affiliated. You know, Mike Pence is actually starting a gang called Cowboy Trump Cowboys, and they have a motto. You know how some gangs have blood in, blood out? Yes. His is come in, come out. <laughs> You've never heard of Cowboys for Trump? Oh, we have bikers for Trump. Yeah, Cowboys for Trump. And this man is being put up on charges for the January 6th peaceful protest. And he decided uh, oh, not to get why, a jury of his peers, just a judge. To, to well, because how, how do you get peers when you're a cowboy for Trump? You have no peers. You're, you're in an elite, elite group. Nobody can. You know, this is something that the radical left. Right? This is a com- This is three things they hate. They hate cowboys. They hate boys. And they hate Trump. They would probably like it if it was, uh, you know, vegan, vegan, non-gendered persons for Hillary. Then they'd have no problem with what this person's doing. Hello, I'm a vegan, uh, non-binary for Bernie. Is it okay if I burn down the country? Well, right, right this way, sir. You're, you're a perfect citizen. I'm a cowboy for Trump. Well, you're going to hell. We're going to burn you alive. It's a total disgrace what they're doing. Cowboys for Trump. I can't think of a stronger group and a better group. So I'm glad you brought that to my attention. I mean, you know, we should have a, and speaking of which, we should have a Cowboys for Trump fundraiser at Mar-a-Lago with Roger Stone's wife. And, <laughs> you know, we'll have the, 
hung like a horse cowboys for Trump. <laughs> and that'll be Roger Stone's wife right this way. Well, um, I, when you do that fundraiser, I, I'd love to hear about it on the podcast, Mr. President. Oh, you're a fundraiser for Cowboys for Trump. Oh, would I? Anyway, Mr. Oh. President, I appreciate you you joining us once again, week in and week out, donating your time. Uh, well, you know, as you should probably know, it's called strong in, strong out. <laughs> strong in, strong out, Mr. President. We appreciate you. Also, if you haven't jumped on yet, guys, jump on the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. We just had a one of the, the greatest bonus episodes we just put up, um, getting tons of messages from all the Patreon patriots saying how they love the last episode. So join patreon.com slash MPGA. We have a live episode coming up this month. The Oscar reviews are up. Um, tons of bonus material. Check it out. Start at five dollars. Oh, yes. Excuse me. The rotten oranges this week was unbelievable and epic. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, I was joined by various strong mega personalities who you've heard on bonus episodes, and we went through the entire roster of radical left Oscar nominees. And if you don't listen to that, uh, you're you know you're not a Patreon patriot. You're a Patreon piece of shit. Well, you heard it here. Patreon.com slash MPGA. Join up. BetOnline.ag. March Madness is still going strong, so place your bets there. If you haven't checked out my special yet, Something From Nothing, uh, check it out. Apple iTunes on Amazon. It's on Vimeo, YouTube, uh, cable on demand. Uh, so demand um on almost all cable providers i think except fio so check it out it's something from nothing please support and um betonline.ag and again join the patreon patreon.com slash mpga leave a rating leave a review mr president the floor is yours thank you very much everybody for listening to the greatest Mm -hmm. podcast in the world hi it's jl Nothing much to announce. Check out Righteous PK podcast. You can go to my website, get tickets to see me in Buffalo. My special taping in New York and ticket links should be going up later this week or next week for Boston shows in July. Hopefully more shows will be getting added and uh, that's it. So have a great week. Consider the Patreon. The the content is uh, truly awesome and uh, happy spring, everybody. God help us all.